Columbus Day. (laughs) (laughs) All jokes, but you know. It's been Indigenous People's Day. It may be every day for you. I hope so. You know. Funny thing, you know, I woke up today. I'm still Indigenous. Funny how that works. (laughs) Funny. (laughs) We're still here. (laughs) Yes. um, We have missed an episode. Yes. One week, um, <laughs> you know, I think it was a good break that we needed, mm-hmm. but I have missed recording, talking to us, <laughs> talking <Yeah>. to myself, <laughs> I miss talking, talking to myself, talking about <laughs> whatever we do. <laughs> it's good therapy, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we did miss a week, the first time missing a week, I think, um, but we're back. We're happy to be back, but yeah, today, the last time we recorded was actually October 1st. I remember we specifically said that. Now it's October 13th, but yeah, as we said, this past weekend was so-called Thanksgiving weekend here in so-called Canada, and it used to be called Columbus Day for the so-called United States of America. Uh, But we don't do that here. (laughs) And we never will. (laughs) And we never will, so. (laughs) Yeah, if you didn't know, because I've actually seen some, like, you know, white people who don't actually know still what Thanksgiving is really celebrating, and to give it to you short, it's celebrating... Um, indigenous genocide at the root of this holiday in both the U.S. and Canada. That's what is being celebrated. Um, the so-called fresh harvests and everything, but how did you get those harvests, son? Right, the big questions. Also, Google is your best friend right now. We are not your educators Mm -hmm. about, you know, stolen land and everything. But we are going to talk about it. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about identity and, you know, everything surrounding those types of conversations. Yeah, there's a lot of emotional labor being done Mm -hmm. by a lot of indigenous people all across Turtle Island. And if you hear me say Turtle Island, that is what is so-called North America, okay? I don't... And I'll always say so-called or what is now called blah, blah, because those aren't... These aren't the original names. They're, you know, names built on... Or they're names based on pretty much our genocide. Yeah, so um, on the American side, uh, they reclaimed Columbus Day as indigenous people's day and but we acknowledge that up here too because unfortunately you know we get it called thanksgiving and so super awesome i see it like you know gaining more traction on social media i feel like it wasn't as big the past couple years but i personally saw a lot 
on my timeline which is super awesome and a lot of conversations about being confident in being indigenous and that identity mm-hmm. being resilient you know and acknowledging that obviously we're still here and making a difference and thriving and you know living our best indigenous lives so on this topic of being confident and being proud of being indigenous which we both are uh we had someone actually acknowledge that and you know say how much they really enjoy and love you know how we talk about it and how i guess confident we are in our identities and this person actually emailed us so you guys anyone listening can email us too where can they email us the getintoit.pc at gmail.com we love feedback we love hearing what you guys want to hear um you know just topics that you think would be interesting yeah or your stories or something you want us to react to or what you want to hear what we think or advice whatever Mm -hmm. not saying we're some like professional advice givers or whatever (laughs) (laughs) not at all (laughs) but if you think it's fun to hear our perspective then sure send it in (laughs) but yeah thank you to this person uh so i'll read some of the email they said i love your podcast so much i can't remember how i found it but i've been listening to every episode since number two thank you and uh they said they've gotten one of their friends to listen it because listen to it because it reminds them of their friendship, which is super cute. I love learning about the two of you and powwows and all the insight and knowledge you have combined. Thank you so much for creating this podcast. I grew up very far away from my indigenous family and have lost ties. I'm trying to reconnect the dots. Unfortunately, I'm doing it on my own because my grandparents passed away when I was younger. Um, excuse my pronunciation for this next part, but, uh, they said they're Choctaw and Chiriqua. They moved to Washington state from Oklahoma in the fifties and kind of excommunicated themselves due to white supremacy. Um, they said insert noise of disgust. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then they acknowledged, I know you two grew up pretty well connected to community at least compared to me. Do you have any advice for mixed kids like me who want to learn about the peoples we come from but are without those present-day family ties? I often wonder, because of my mixture, if it's overstepping boundaries to reach out to Chiriqua and Choctaw peoples. I'm also very shy, so that doesn't help my confidence. I want to remain as respectful as possible to all cultures. I just want to know where to start uh, with trying to find my roots. Yeah, all about reconnecting when it's been lost, which we do see a lot of, and it can be very hard. So what are your initial thoughts? I think it's great that they want to reclaim their identity. I just don't know where I would start. I think uh, because we're in a pandemic now, you can't just like go up to like your community members and be like, hello, like, you know, it's like, it's, it's, there's so much restrictions right now. But I think social media would be a great place to start just supporting like your own community members and like where you're from. You know, I think that connecting first would be like a really good step and like just interacting with, you know, people that you think that are good to like learn from. 
mm-hmm. and be very I would say cautious you know of like who you're getting your information from some people be given out kind of whack information about like you know identity and about maybe your own culture and I think you have to be careful um protect your energy and your spirit Mm -hmm. definitely focus on community and your relations I think you know before culture because yeah the culture is like beautiful and fun and you know all that but really when it comes down to it it's your people who are important at least for me um and that's why you know when I talk about my journey to culture specifically you know I acknowledge that even though I didn't have that I you know I have my family and my community which I'm so grateful for because that's how I knew who I was you know I knew that I was Anishinaabe because I've been so fortunate enough to go around my Anishinaabe family and community. So, yeah, I think the social media is definitely a really good idea. Like, um, now, you know, there's so many indigenous people growing platforms on social media and from all different tribes. You know, if someone was looking for Anishinaabe people, you know, they could find me or Kasha or so many other people around here and i also think a great way to start is like going yeah into your indigenous communities but there for here there's like um indigenous friendship centers or like event spaces for indigenous people and i think that there's a lot of like workshops that go on um like that are online on like zoom or like where you can learn online about you know your community so it also is a good way to like learn And I think if you're shy, like it's an even better way to learn because, you know, you don't actually have to have face-to-face interaction. Yeah, that's what I, when I've been asked this, like someone like trying to ask like, you know, I don't know where to start. That's what I think of. Like I say like, if possible, like look for local uh, centers run by, you know, that specific uh, group of indigenous people. Uh, See what kind of events or uh, workshops that they're offering. Hopefully, there is some opportunity for you in your area. Um, But if not, you know, like, yeah, the Zoom meetings and everything. But I know it's really, really hard right now in the pandemic. Another thing, like, I don't know if you have access to any of your family history or, like, physical items or you know stuff that your grandparents owned but if you can look into that or getting access to that and reading anything you can about that like obviously that's a really good way to learn about your specific roots and who these people uh, were you know it's really important to just accept as well that the journey uh, is gonna be difficult I think like I haven't seen one where it's real easy Mm-hmm. So, you know, once you accept uh, that part about your journey and how it will be hard, or you will get lonely, I think. Because even though my story isn't the same, I know I definitely felt lonely in that sense of, you know, going on a journey to go reclaim or go 
you know, find something about my identity, like, it gets lonely. You'll be okay. Uh, Just know that, like, you're not alone because there's so many different people that are disconnected from their communities and are on that way to find that part of themselves. And even if you somehow come and cross paths with someone who's doing that same thing in your area... That would be really good, too. I just know that it would be such a struggle. And it is such a struggle. And there's so much, like, discouragement. And and there's so many, like, factors to that. I feel like almost, like, you would feel guilty because you think you're not at your, like, prime. Because you're not fully secure with your identity yet. And I think that's a big discouragement. And a lot of, like, insecurity can come from that. And I think we all have felt like that at some point (laughs) and you know I think it's important to surround yourself with people who like hold space for you and who just generally like hold you and care for you and care for your well-being and your spirit and like wants to protect your energy and you know wants you to like thrive and like be at your prime already manifestation (laughs) you gotta manifest yeah i think if you imagine yourself as who you want to be like you will get there 100 percent. like fake it till you make it not fake it but (laughs) (laughs) if you are constantly imagining who you want to be like you're already there true it'd be working like that Mm -hmm. another part of the email said like I guess kind of asking like how to be respectful, which is a good question because I think something that a lot of people do is they come into it demanding so much knowledge from other people and they don't realize it, I don't think. They're not trying to sound rude or whatever, but you know, they just come in just like asking for so much, asking for you to teach them this and teach them that just be mindful of what you're really asking you're not just asking for teachings or um, certain cultural knowledge or how to make certain things you know you're asking for really a part of that person and their time and everything that they went through to get to that point to be able to share that with you So I think just, you know, trying to approach it in a really respectful way and, you know, gradually work at it. Don't ask for so much right off the bat, maybe. I don't know. I think that's just what I've seen. How else would you be respectful? I think that if you're going to, like, be asking these things in person, which is hard right now, but if you do get that chance, I think especially if they're an elder or a person who carries a lot of traditional knowledge or cultural knowledge, it's always a good thing to come with an offering of, you know, something that they would enjoy and can use from their community. For example, I would give, like, a pair of, like, leather mitts, something beaded, some sort of leather, some sort of game, like meat, like moose or deer, or, like, one of our like, you know, fishes that we have, so, like, walleye, I definitely offer something like that 
and tobacco. You know, especially if you're getting like ceremonial or like traditional teachings, that's super important. Yes, and around here we do offer tobacco. So yeah, I don't know how it would be in other areas or if it's, you know, pretty wide practice, but definitely, you know, if you kind of know something about the person or whatever, you know, get them a little something if you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a major respect thing. Mm-hmm. Even to take it as far as like giving them money. I know a lot of people don't want to accept it, but especially if they have traveled and have taken time out of, you know, maybe their day or just in general like time. Money is also a a good one. And I would offer it in like, I'm not trying to offend you, and I, I know you probably don't need it, or you may not need it, but this is, like, what I can offer you, and, you know, for your for your space and time and energy, because as much as I hate to say it, like, it's such a colonial construct, but money is important. Yeah, because it's been made to be yeah. important. And it's like if they're taking their time to, like, come travel or missing out on like another opportunity or like work for example like it's sad to say but it's not sad it's just like an understandable like way to like offer someone something if you can't offer other things Mm -hmm. it's always like you know a good gesture Mm -hmm. uh they said i often wonder because of my mixture if it's overstepping boundaries to reach out to chiriqua and Choctaw peoples. I don't think so. In all these things that we talked about in the process of that journey, I don't think it's like, you know, overstepping because really it is your birthright. You know, those are your grandparents. Um, and clearly there's something within you that is yearning to connect to that. But something, you know, that is also important to remember um, that I've seen talked about is when you do find out that you have indigenous blood just be mindful and i bring this up because i just saw like a post about it like yesterday or something but basically uh when you're coming in to this identity maybe that you just found out that you hold or you just found out you have indigenous blood it's important to acknowledge um and recognize especially if you're white passing that um, you didn't live your life this far as an indigenous person and you didn't have those experiences because it's, you know, a very heavy one, unfortunately. It can be for a lot of us. <laughs> so I guess it's kind of a, a privilege that you would have um, and that you have to remember when coming into it. But, you know, the other part of that was just not, that doesn't uh, dismiss or belittle the experiences of our uh, white passing indigenous kin who have been disconnected, but still um, faced the systemic racism um, that is like the foster care system and everything like that, you know. Yeah, oh my gosh, there's like so many layers and factors just into identity alone, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think we've said this before, but it literally looks so different for everyone. 
So do not compare your journey to anybody else's, please. Mm-hmm. That's so important. Yeah, and I definitely think it would be overstepping if you just like slid into someone's DM and just like told your whole life story and then expected something out of that. Like I think there's definitely certain. I think you have to establish a relationship with who you're trying to learn from first before anything and like supporting them in whatever ways that you can first and then asking like what you want or need what your spirit needs because I don't know I feel like if someone came up to me and just went into my dms and was like hey I need this then I would not that's why we say go to like organizations that are making that space for that specifically yeah or you know someone who's like actually willing to do like the work and is ready to do the work i guess kind of like that is another little thing is like you you don't have to come in with percentages or fractions or whatever because that just reiterates that colonial concept of blood quantum we don't do that that was that was never a thing before colonization you know like obviously you know own your identity and you know your roots and everything say who you are um but you definitely don't have to come in with like i'm one quarter yeah we're not ancestry.ca over here yeah (laughs) yeah we're not 21 and me (laughs) you know at the end of the day your identity is valid if it feels right within you and if you're approaching it and what feels like in an appropriate and comfortable way then you know that's that's for you and that's valid and I really hope that you do have a successful journey and you know connecting your dots and finding those connections with the right people I really really do wish the best for you and I hope that You know, we gave some good, you know, advice as well as like good reality. You know, we're just being straightforward with some of these things. Because it's not just for this person that sent the email, but anyone um, who kind of is in that same boat or... Yeah, even though we did say you a lot, we're not actually talking about the directly to the person who sent the email. Mm -hmm. Just a general you. But also, you know... Shout out to that person because he gave us a whole podcast Mm -hmm. topic to talk about. And we really appreciate it. And, you know, it was good feedback too. So Mm -hmm. thank you so much for sending your email. Uh, We do really appreciate it. And we really like talking about, you know, this kind of topic. As we like talking about all our topics. Like, we just like talking. (laughs) We're just doing like some narcissistic (laughs) self-therapy <laughs> that's why we created the whole podcast we're gonna post this meme on instagram and y'all you'll understand what we're saying <laughs> another good thing is just to go support indigenous artists and creators especially on social media since that's all we can you know really do right now um and if you support me or kasha Thank you so much. And this podcast, you know, this is an indigenous podcast and that's pretty freaking rad. So thank you so much, especially to, you know, our little non-indigenous 
listeners and allies like that means the world to us especially when you're listening to the ones where we're really diving into like our experiences as indigenous people specifically mm-hmm. you know so we appreciate y'all mm-hmm. a big thank you to everyone who listens and you know a big chimi gwetch <laughs> a ho <laughs> It's a good day to be indigenous. That's how I feel right now because we look like the photo. Yeah. And for our indigenous listeners, <laughs> every day is a good day to be indigenous. Mm-hmm. So, um, please feel free once again to email us. Send your email to getintoit.pc at gmail.com yeah and it will be anonymous unless you specifically state i do not want to be anonymous mm-hmm. but other than that yeah it's anonymous we hope you all had and will have a good week and don't forget that indigenous people's day is every day as long as you are on stolen land which you are baby and if you don't know whose land you're on, go find it. You will find it on Google, I am sure. We are not your Google. <laughs> we are not your Google. <laughs> we love you. Every single two of you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All three. <laughs> All three listeners. <laughs> no, but for real. Uh, make sure to follow our Instagram, getintoit.podcast. Also follow our personal Instagrams, at Ondel, at Castle.80. This has been the Get Into It Podcast.